0: Welcome to the High Life Podcast. I'm Meredith Wadsworth, and I'm here to help you on your journey towards honoring yourself every day. This is a journey of self-healing and self-discovery. Becoming aware of our subconscious root story, owning who we are, and shifting perspective, we begin to awaken to our higher selves, and with that, live a more intuitive, intentional, and fulfilling life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the High Life Podcast. I'm always so happy to have you here, whether you're new and you're just tuning in or just discovering the high life, or you've been around since the beginning. Either way, thank you for being here. I so appreciate you. I I want to talk about curiosity and the importance of Continuing to have a sense of curiosity throughout life. It's something that I'm always in such awe of. I think a lot of us are in such awe of when we observe children and how just watching them look about the room, wherever they are, when they see someone's, when they see someone new or they see something new for them, everything is new, especially at the beginning. And just looking at it with this sense of awe and wonder and how slowly they they take the time to feel something with their fingers or you know they put things in their mouths just to see what it is and obviously not saying that we should just find something random we've never seen before and put it in our mouths of course but they take really intentional time to explore and to get to know something and they have this just unquenchable curiosity about the world and I think we lose that as we grow up and instead of maintaining this sense of open-mindedness and curiosity and wonder about the things that we come in contact with or the people that we meet, we our, our mind first goes to what do I already know about this that I can project onto it or onto this person instead of approaching new things or people or situations or experiences with uh, what don't I know? What can this teach me? We tend to first place onto it whatever we do already know so that we can feel some sense of certainty or groundedness within the situation. And that's really fear-based. But as kids, we're not yet exposed to things to be fearful of. So all we have is this curiosity and growing up we learn to be fearful of the world we learn to be fearful of of people we learn to be fearful of ourselves we learn to be fearful of getting hurt physically emotionally we learn things that are dangerous and those are all you know it's important like obviously as we grow up we're taught you know don't touch the stove don't stick your fingers in the power outlets like it's it's important that we learn ways to to what to avoid and where there is danger, so that we're not putting ourselves in harm's way. But this also conditions us to be skeptical, to be on the look the lookout, to be alert. And often, and, and sometimes that can be to the detriment of our own curiosity, and that can keep prevent us from wanting to explore certain things um, or being open minded about new experiences or new people, and. And then it keeps us from actually experiencing more of life, in in bigger and more profound ways. And curiosity is something that I've always feel like I've I've really embodied and resonate with from um, from a very young age. I, I, I like to to pride myself on having this curiosity that just won't quit. <laughs> My favorite. You know, story character growing up was Curious George, and I actually had a little tiny felt monkey that I carried around me everywhere. It was like my security blanket. I was I was actually obsessed with really tiny things. Um, for whatever reason, I loved like little tiny books, little tiny like stuffed animals. Um, I loved like I had American Girl dolls and all like the little tiny versions of of um, of everyday items that they had. I loved that, like setting up tiny rooms for them, or I just loved tiny things. But um, I had this tiny little felt monkey, this tiny little Curious George, and and he was like my spirit animal. I today I still think he's my spirit animal, and um, and so I've always just whenever I feel myself running on a hamster wheel a little bit. Or if I feel my imagination closing in or closing off or I'm having a hard time seeing beyond what I already know, I try to tune into, tap into my inner curious George and and ask myself, what would I do in this situation if I didn't know what I already know? And that can be hard to do, obviously, because it's hard to just forget what we know. But sometimes, when we place too much emphasis on what we already know, we restrict the ways that we can see other possibilities happening. And that's also the curse of knowledge, too, is that sometimes you don't know what you know because it just becomes your standard. And so, you don't know, you don't see where you are projecting onto things or onto situations you become less conscious of the narrative that you are applying to it you become less conscious of the meaning that you are giving to a situation to a thing to a, an object because you don't see it as objective you don't see it as, sorry you don't see it as subjective you see it as objective you see it as fact because you're, you're blind to your personal bias, to the knowledge that you already have. So when we can pause and say, what would this, what, what, what is this thing in front of me? Who is this person in front of me? What is this opportunity in front of me? If I'm not applying to it what I already know or what I think I know about it. And just tap into my inner curious George, to my inner child, to my inner infant with just these open, doe-eyed, taking everything in. And not in a naive way, but in a way that says, I am open to seeing things differently. I'm open to being brand new again. I'm open to rediscovering this world, to rediscovering what's in front of me. I'm open to seeing what I'm experiencing in a different way with a pair of fresh eyes. And keeping that sense of curiosity, that sense of wonder, that sense of openness can really help to get us out of repetitive thoughts, repetitive beliefs, repetitive patterns. It puts a it puts a very intentional pause in the habitual thoughts, the the ways that our our neuro inner our brain neurons want to complete the sentence, you know, they want to complete the thought based off of how how things have habitually been. But when we can pause And we can just put a pin in what we know or what we think we know and set it aside and be like, what if I knew nothing about this? Then it can invite in space for something new, for something more, for something beyond our current comprehension. And the other side of curiosity that I think is so important for self-discovery and for really experiencing all that life has to offer is allowing yourself to notice when you are curious about something, no matter how insignificant, and following through on that curiosity. The other day I was walking along the river that is by my apartment, and there are a lot of sailboats and paddle boarding and kayaks that you can rent and you can go and sail in the river or paddle in the river, and it always looks so pleasant. And I've actually grown up a a lot around sailboats. You know, my family goes out to Block Island during the summers over the 4th of July, and I've been on sailboats a handful of times, but I've never actually really learned to sail. And I think mostly growing up, I never really had the desire to learn to sail because I actually do get motion sick, and so I always just equated learning how to sail with being physically ill, and it never appealed to me. Um, and while I definitely do get motion sick on uh, on certain boats and on certain rocky you know days, being in a smaller boat where there's there's a little bit it's funny. If it's like, if it's like a big enough boat that there's not a lot of rocking, then I'm fine. And if it's a small enough boat where I'm basically very close to the water and there's little that's actually rocking, then I'm also okay. It's like this weird in-between medium-sized boat on rocky days that I actually feel seasick. Anyway, I digress. But on small enough boats like one one or two person sailboats the kind that you like learn to sail on that's what these that's what's in the water um at the the riverside here and i was just walking along and i was like admiring just watching the boats just cruising around in the harbor and i was like thinking to myself you know i wonder what that would be like to to be able to sail just on just my, by myself in a boat and then i and then i followed that thought and i was like why don't i find out why don't I just go find out? And it's okay that that's not been my thought process in the past. In the past, I would look, you know, look at a sailboat and and not think that I I didn't used to think. Oh, I wonder what it's like to sail. It just never really crossed my mind. It's just like, oh, yeah, sailing's not for me. But now, at this whatever, at this moment, for whatever reason, I had a different thought. I had I wonder what it would be like to learn to sail. And so. I'm, I'm planning to follow through on that. I'm either going to sign up for sailing lessons here because you can do that. Um, or I'm going to, next time I go out to Block Island with my family, I'm going to ask my dad to, to deliberately teach me or my brothers. Or, and I, I really plan to follow up on that and follow through on that. And it's really that sense of, that, that desire to follow through on my curiosities that has, and that has gotten me to where I am now. Because, yeah, that never really used to be my approach to things. Like I would have curiosities. I've had I think everyone has these inklings throughout their days where they see something that's, that's new or interesting, and they're like, "Oh, like that's cool. Like I wonder what that's like, or I wonder how that's done, or I, I wonder what that feels like or or how you do that, or how that works. And then it, it kind of just stops there. We don't actually pursue the curiosity any further than that. And sometimes it's something really small, like, you know, how does a leaf know – a leaf on a tree, how does it know what kind of leaf to become? You know, like that's an incredible (laughs) feat of nature that I don't know that we'll ever really be able to fully understand. But it prompts you to then go and Google – to google that or to buy a book on on plants or whatever and just like get to the get to the bottom or get to an answer that that is sufficient for you and and then you've learned something new about the world but on a bigger scale it could be oh i wonder what it's like to learn how to sail and if you follow through on that and you learn how to sail you know maybe you learn how and you're like all right well that's a cool new skill but like you know That's all I really needed to know, what it's like. And then you move on, but with this brand new skill in your life. Or you learn how to sail and you're like, this is magic. This is something that has been missing from my life that is going to change my life. And it's a passion that I didn't know I had because I never pursued or followed up on that curiosity. And I think that we are timid and hesitant to follow through on our curiosities, because again, we are we are programmed earlier on to believe that being too curious about things is dangerous, that being too curious about things is, could get you into trouble, right? Just like how curious George often gets into trouble because he's too curious. But it's also what leads to a lot of great adventures. <laughs> and also i think we have this fear that if we're too curious about things and we start exploring too many things then we'll be seen as being too all over the place or you know too you know wishy-washy with things too too much you know all these two words that if we explore too many things at once then we're never actually giving devoted time and attention to to one thing which then feeds into the societal belief that we should be having like one career path, one thing that is like our life purpose, one thing that we that we spend and devote all of our time to that we become an expert in as opposed to encouraging this curiosity for anything and everything. And and allowing ourselves the freedom to pursue whatever it is we want for however long we want however long it interests us however long it brings us joy, and I think that's something that people struggle with of all kinds. People who who identify themselves as multi passionate humans, they definitely like myself. We definitely struggle with that because we have this innate desire to explore. Many different things at once, and yet we're conflicted with the, you know, societal energy or, or expectation that we that we devote ourselves to to one thing, and and then we sort of berate ourselves for having this desire to to seek out more than one thing, and then people who who don't necessarily have multiple things that they're curious in, you know, beyond. Uh, a, a small, you know, wondering people who do feel like they have like one thing that they're really devoted to. That's great, you know. I, that's amazing that they that they've found that thing for them and they can devote um, and, and desire to devote that much time and energy towards just that one thing. But I also think that sometimes that can that can guide them into a more narrow state of being. And that over time, they can lose their passion for that thing or they can grow to resent it even, which is really sad, um, when it becomes like the only thing that they ever do. But society reinforces that. They are rewarded for being seen as an expert in that thing, for being so, you know, self-disciplined to devote so much time and effort and practice to that one thing. And then they berate themselves for not enjoying that one thing as much as they used to, even though the rest of society is commending them for, for being so focused. So it really is, you know, a challenging no matter which way you approach it. And being open to our curiosity, being open to whatever little inklings of wonder that come up and just... Allowing ourselves to indulge in that, to go find out, that opens up so much of our world, of our, that, that it just expands our, our comprehension. It expands our, our awareness. It further expands our curiosity because then the curiosity builds. It builds on what we then discover, and then we want to know more. We want to try it in a different way. And that's never a bad thing. That's always, always a good thing that can only ever really lead to good things. So I leave you with this in the hopes that you embrace your curiosity Whenever you notice it. And that you allow yourself to follow through on any little wonderings that you have, no matter how small, no matter how big. If you've always thought to yourself, what it would what would it be like to learn to sail? Go sail. Go take a lesson. If you've always wondered to yourself, what would it be like to to work on a farm or to to ride a horse? I hope you go find out. If you always been if you always wondered what it would be like to go whitewater rafting, to go camping in a tent, I hope you go find out. If you're if you if you're curious what it would be like to to grow up in a different part of the world, I hope that you go and speak to people who have. If you're curious what it would be like to learn a language, I hope that you do. I hope that you rent the book. I hope that you Download the podcast. I hope that you take the class. I hope that you sign up for the course. I hope that you go talk to that person. I hope that you go find out. And I hope that if you find yourself facing a new situation or a new experience and you notice yourself already predicting what's going to happen, how it's going to turn out, assuming I'm probably not going to like this, so I may as well just not do it. Or, you know, I don't think this is going to work out because it didn't work out last time, so it's probably not going to work out this time, and it's not worth it. Or I've met someone like this before. We never really got along, so it's probably not worth getting to know this person. Or I didn't like this when I was a kid, so why would I like it now? And instead just saying, what if I knew nothing about this? What if I knew nothing about them? What if this this was the first time in my life I'd ever seen something like this or or known someone like this? And just finding, again, that sense of wonder, that sense of open-mindedness, that curiosity about the world, about each other. So with that, I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day, rest of your week. I hope that you infuse your life with curiosity. I hope that you go find out. Honor yourself today and always. Wherever you are, be there fully, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. I am so excited to be telling you guys that now, in addition to my one-on-one coaching offerings, I'm really starting to integrate more my yoga and meditation and breath work into the practice. So in addition to one-on-one coaching sessions that we do together, we also invite in sessions to ground, to be in our bodies, to reconnect with who we are when we are still. So much of our time, so much of our life is spent going, 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 thinking, 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 and there is so much wisdom that can be found in the stillness. And that includes the work that we then do together. When we can find that sense of stillness within yourself, within your body, then there's so much more that can come through when we're then doing the work. If this at all speaks to you and you want to learn more about how we can work together, and the kinds of things that you'd like to work on. Maybe you're just feeling stuck and you're not really sure exactly what you'd like to work on. And we can connect in a free introductory session to kind of talk through things and I can help you to identify maybe some points where you're feeling a bit of stagnancy and some blocks to then create together exactly what it is that you need. No signature program, no structured offering that everyone goes through. This is meeting you exactly where you are. Head to the link in the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram to learn more. And I cannot wait to hear from you.